Hello, you little chicken wings, and welcome to episode 10 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my lovely blogging partner, Renee. Hey. Hello. The always entertaining Nate, a.k.a. the Bearded Bourbon Air. Hello, folks. Hello. And our fearless producer, Carrie from Girls Bear Sports. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Thanks again for letting us wade through all the delicious spirits in the fabled bourbon room. We love it here. It's so nice and warm and comforting and i hope and it's, it's awesome. not warm because it's 97 degrees out true i hope it's cool to like the it, air conditioning is on so it feels the temperature is perfect it makes me warm in my heart well this room is really just like one big kentucky hug it really is okay there you go there yeah you go. Yeah. There you go. yeah you can find us on social media uh for bluegrass bourbon and eats on facebook and instagram at bluegrass bourbon and eats and on twitter at bb and eats you can find Nathan on Facebook and Instagram at the Bearded Bourbonaire. You can find Carrie on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Spear Sports and on Twitter at GRLS Spear Sports. No I. No I on Twitter. And you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Hungry and KY. And if you like what you're hearing and want to come hang out with us on air, we'd love to have you. Slide into our DMs or Instagram on Instagram or Twitter for more info. Or send us an email at hungryandky at gmail.com. And also, Carrie's very tech savvy, unlike me. And if you want to be a guest but you don't live nearby, she can hook you up with Skype. I don't know. I had a moment of panic before we started recording today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I had to, it was a connection issue. It was no big deal. But wow. I just, yeah. Spilling all your secrets right here. But but I promise that I can, I can, you know, I can do the Skype thing. Hell, you know, I Skyped with somebody in Australia last week to be on the uh, Retro Cinema oh, podcast yeah. with my good friend Gidget Von LaRue. And I sat in this very room in the seat that I am now. And her and I talked about uh, Fatal Attraction for an hour and she was in freaking Australia. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So it can be done. See, there's the proof right there. Even if you're in Australia or like your friend in New Zealand. Yeah, the, Kevin. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Kevin. All over the, we can go all over the world. We'll be international if you need it. But anyway, what have you guys been up to? Anything fun? No, everyone's shoving food in their mouth. That's cool. <laughs> Good. We're not, Sorry. We're not on recording or anything. It's fine. Yeah, I know. I've been taking well, a break from tailgating. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. If that helps. Well, that's fair. We should take a break from watching football after that Ugh. terribleness on Saturday. Well, I don't remember the game, so what I've been told is probably a good thing. So, yeah. For the best. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, I was telling them earlier that I turned it off at halftime because we looked so terrible. And I put on a horror movie instead, and I don't even think that was as scary as the football game. So <sighs> I'm I so glad about that. Halfway through the third quarter, I was like, I can't take no more. From what I read and just pieced together, like <laughs> in the aftermath, I didn't miss anything. No, yeah, it was terrible and horrible. And I mean, I feel bad for them, I guess, but get it together. Uh, yes, Week please, five. please. No, I've. I, I was stepping my face, but I've been looking forward to this episode since we started talking about doing this podcast, and it is the chicken episode, which is my favorite, and well, I'm not going to tell anybody too early about the cage match, but I'm super pumped about it. There's all these other great meats in the world that you can partake chicken. in, and Renee gets the most excited about uh, the most bland one that you have to do <laughs> all kinds of sorts of things to to make it taste halfway decent. Oh you my snap gosh! It at me. Wow. I mean, I went to Malone's last night and had such a tasty little fillet, and it was cooked just perfectly, just barely above rare. Mm. Mm. It was so tender and had so much more flavor than chicken does. But you know, yeah. chicken's still good. I like chicken, especially you know fried it chicken. It makes me happy. You know, if it makes you happy, yeah. I guess that's good enough for me. Thank you. Good enough. Why good the hell are you so sad? <laughs> there you go. Nineties Cheryl Crow yes. sticking it in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, <laughs> and dude loves Cheryl Crow though. Wow. Now I gotta hear that song. That's a good one. But anyway, um yeah, like Renee said, I guess this is our chicken centric episode because Friday, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last Friday. I don't know what it is. Um, Renee and I actually went to back to my hometown of London, Ken- Kentucky. Gosh, 
what is wrong with me? I can't talk, you guys. It's terrible. We went to London, Kentucky, my hometown, to go to the world-famous chicken festival. Yep. Because the first KFC is in Corbin, Kentucky, which is in three counties. It's a tri-county area, but that store is in Laurel County, so we claim it as our own, and we celebrate it because the other two counties suck. They're terrible. We're the best. It's fine. Everyone knows it. So they have all kinds of chicken-related activities. Uh, we met my mom there, and we took our friend Desiree, guest of the show, our friend. We work with her. All-around good person. And we went down there, and we had us an afternoon. We did. We were there. It was it was hot. It was. There was a, there was a lot to do. We walked around. I think we covered all square feet of the square footage yeah it's smaller than it used to be or at least it's smaller than i remember it being which my mom agreed so i'm not crazy well, it's in been that. a long time since i've been and i've been i thought it was pretty good size just coming from my perspective but well is that skillet uh, as small as you remember or is it much larger well, it was harder to see and get to this time because mm. they used to have it in one spot, like at the very end of the little festival area by the elementary school, but they're building a park there, so they moved it all the way back by the jail, like two or three blocks off the main street. You couldn't really see it. Renee looked like she had to do some sneaking around to take a picture of it. But there yeah, are but I got a picture. There are pictures of it and all the other stuff we ate on our Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Now, I will say, they they were advertising world's largest skillet. Mm. Skillet, to me, round pan, has a handle. A handle, yeah. Right. This thing just looked like a huge fry daddy. Huh. Yeah. And, just like, and I was like, if you're going to advertise skillet, at least yeah. put a fake handle on the side something. or something to yeah. make it look like one. That is probably my only complaint, but it was huge. Yeah, it's pretty good size. Is there a chicken dance? Please tell me there was a chicken dance at some point at this chicken. Fa- if, I mean, seriously, it's a missed opportunity if there was no chicken dance. And there just... probably was at some point. Okay. Well, when uh, last week when I read off the events and that was on one of them, it, they had... I, I don't remember that because I remember. was too busy trying to take a drink every time you said bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. Because <laughs> I blacked out uh, the, for a second. The only dance I think they had was uh, the kids dance off doing the scissor dance. That sounds horrible. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the floss. The flossing. Oh, oh. Flossing. I was like, scissor me timbers? That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I know. I was like, oh, that sounds inappropriate. Yeah, fl- flossing. The flossing. flossing, please, God. Well, that's flossing. disappointing they don't have a, uh, like a big chicken dance. Yeah. They really missed out there. They really did. They did, they have, did a- have a Colonel Sanders look-a-lot contest, yeah, and right. I ran into one of them and got a picture, and he looked he looked pretty, pretty mm-hmm. spot on. The, the picture or the image you would have in your mind that Colonel Sanders should look like. They also had a cooking contest, a chicken cooking contest. Yep. That was hosted that. by celebrity chef Jason Smith yep. from the Food Network. Uh-huh. The guy that says Lord Honey all the time. Yeah. And then Renee went up and met him and got a selfie. I just happened to look up and he's taking selfies with her. But yep. uh, he actually follows our blog and uh, he might listen to this too. So oh, cool. Awesome. Hello. He said he enjoys. <laughs> so thank you, Jason Smith. We yes. appreciate it. Hello, Jason Smith. Yes. Good times. I mean, other than it being super hot and I got sunburned. So what other, like, do, do they have some kind of fermented chicken drink that you can Ooh. get? Do they have like no. um, chicken cider, chicken wine? Ooh. Ew. Do they have any what? other kind of like chicken type products? Pollo cerveza. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds even worse when you say it they, like that. Chicken beer. They, they pride themselves on their fried I chicken. I try it. I try chicken beer. And they have an area that you have to go to to get your fried chicken dinner, which comes with potato salad, baked beans, and a roll. Mm-hmm. And we all got that and then also took some home for the for the hubs. And it was pretty good. What's mm-hmm. the price point on that? Ten yeah. bucks. Ten okay, bucks that's not bad. Yeah. How many pieces of chicken did you get? I just got one, it's, but it was It was huge. big. It big was a, a big breast. Was okay. it wink, wink. Is uh, like a mountain range upon your plate? Strip of chicken? <laughs> it was just like one mountain range. Oh, singular. It was, if you yeah. notice, they had just one little boob. chicken feet going down the sidewalk. Yeah. 
you're leading yourself to the skillet and where you can get the chicken dinners. So yes. If you follow the feet, you will know where to go. Kind of disappointed there wasn't some kind of alcoholic chicken drink. I really Ooh. am. London just very recently accepted the fact that alcohol exists. Or like, you know what? So. <laughs> you know what would have been probably good is like some I'm kind of surprised. fried chicken Bloody Mary, you know, or with chicken skin with the in, like oh, in the Bloody yeah. Mary or something like that. Yeah. There, yeah. 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 Yeah, that would be, that's the kind of life I want to live. Think about that next year, people. Yes, I will write them and let them know. But something I like about it that I guess I just never noticed, like, all the years that I lived there and went there, because I was a kid, like, you know, pay attention to that stuff. But all the food vendors are um, local, like, organizations or, like, high school, middle school fundraisers and stuff. So they don't let anybody, like, they don't let any professional like restaurants or food people come and cater it. Everyone sets it up themselves. It's pretty cheap. You get to keep all the money. Okay, that's So it's enough. just like yeah. a giant fundraiser for the community. So that makes sense cool. to probably why there's not an alcoholic chicken drink. Yeah. <laughs> Dreaming or yeah. Dreaming Creek Brewery yeah. did have a tent there because they have a little offshoot in London now. Yeah, they just opened a new one down there. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to either. Yeah, no, we, we do need terrible. To, or we've not been to Fusion, it's, which is a sore subject. Which, you know... We're going to. We're uh, going. Friday, I think I can swing coming to the KSR remote. I can't have a beer, but I could probably swing coming and seeing the place. Well, I will be I there. I can't have a beer either because I, I have to work after. So. Well, we can all be there not having beers. Yes. So, there. That'll be halfway settled. Well, something I did have at Chicken Festival... I got one of those snow cones, mm-hmm. and I got the rainbow, like all the rainbow flavors and everything in it. And I'm not, I, I can't do the last time I had one of those, maybe like 10 years ago. Now, was or it ago. a snow cone snow cone? Was it a true snow cone? Or was it one of those Kona ices, a Hawaiian ice? Because there is a distinct difference between a snow cone snow cone and a Hawaiian ice. Because a Hawaiian ice is that shaved ice, right? Mm-hmm. A snow cone are those little hard pebbles of ice that are very compact and very hard. It might have been shaved ice. I bet it was a shaved yeah. ice. You rarely see yeah. a real, actual, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. Nathan? Mm-hmm. You yeah. rarely yeah. see like a true snow cone in the wild anymore. Yeah. But I was I was still pretty excited. I was like, I haven't had one of those. I can't tell you. And apparently it was How my long? cousin's um, food truck. So yeah. that was good So enough. I was like, hey, if I'm going to spend money somewhere, it's going to yes. be with Sarah's family, right? Yeah. His name is Dauber and the street, or the food truck is called Street Treats. Yeah. But it's in Manchester and London a lot if you live in Manchester and or London. Does he just do like uh, sweet uh, dessert type stuff? No, they have like, I think he makes different kinds of things. Like yesterday my mom was telling me that they their specialty is like um, not deep fried. It's like a smoked bologna. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I've had before. Not his, but I've had it before. It's very tasty and I love bologna in all of its iterations. Because I'm a little hillbilly. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with a good fried bologna sandwich. But I will have to say my favorite thing that it was worth the drive down there that we had was a red velvet funnel cake. Oh, okay. And it had powdered sugar and then had a dollop of cream cheese frosting that went in the middle. Me and Sarah and Desiree all kind of shared one. I was like, never had a red velvet funnel cake before. Fabulous. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. And then you got a deep fried Milky Way, right? Mm-hmm. And also Sarah, very good. And then Desiree got deep fried Oreos. Dang, well, you just, yeah. y'all ate. <laughs> yeah, I did. We, we came, to, we went down there with a purpose. It was very, very late in the day before I ate again, like 10 o'clock maybe. And this was all at like 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So all right. it filled me up pretty much for the whole day. I think we were all very tired afterwards. But it yes, was a good especially time. walking around in the heat because we were out there for a while, a couple of hours, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was nice to go back home for a little bit. I actually like saw people that I knew, mm-hmm. and so that was fun. It's a good time, mm-hmm. always good. So yeah, fall festivals in Kentucky are always fun. Yeah, too bad it's not fall weather outside. Yeah, that kind of that kind of puts a damper. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Walk around sweating your nuts off all day. I say it puts a damper on it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, damn, you're not I, wrong. I damn near sweated my left nut clean off. I swear. 
I mean, it's an important one. So yeah, I know, right? It's the one that packs the spermatozoa. <laughs> it's going to slide right off of there. Just be like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. The right what one's going to take over. You? Can't be up in these jockeys no more. I got to go. I'll see you all later. Ooh, he's running a fever. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Let me hang as long as possible. <laughs> Been hanging around for too long. Let's take a break. Oh. Wow, this took a real left turn. Yeah. Left nut turn. <laughs> <laughs> what a nutty turn this is taking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, anyway, <clears throat> did you do anything fun on this week? Yeah, it's uh, funny. You guys are talking about going home. I actually went home to the uh, to the Sorghum Festival. Mm. You guys uh, you guys know what Sorghum is by any chance? It's like molasses. It is just like molasses, <laughs> if not exactly the same damn thing. But... <laughs> So the thing about sorghum is it's it's special because you get to watch it be made, and that's really about the the only special thing about it. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't taste any better. Um, I like it okay. I would take honey or molasses over sorghum any day for a biscuit. Uh, it was okay. Uh, the festival has changed a lot since the uh, the tornado back in uh, 2012 or 2010. 2012 or 2010? I can't remember. 12. It's probably 12, honestly. It was 2012. 2010 is when my mm. mom had her accent. So 2012. It was 2012. So 2012, they had Banner the tornado. Year. Yep. And they and it just like ruined the entire, uh, basically ruined the entire town. They've just got done rebuilding it back up. So everything's kind of oriented a little different. Uh, the booths are a little bit different. But the Zag booth, uh, uh, the Zag booth which is a uh, church on 519 in West Liberty, has the best apple dumplings you'll ever eat in your entire life. Uh, and they serve that with L.A., and it's like five bucks. Man, that's right. Yeah. High L.A. That sounds awesome. See, I'm telling you, the church groups know how to do up the pastries, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, was, I was saying on an earlier episode about the Boone County Fair and the Methodist Elephant Ears, mm-hmm. man, and then the, the Apple Dumpling Gang. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. down there. I mean, I would have eaten. not serving up the... <laughs> I would, serving them up. I would easily pay eight to ten dollars for a bowl of their apple dumplings with an LA easily. Nice. But I mean, it's five bucks. It's not. It's not expensive. It's super cheap. They also have a country ham, country ham biscuits. Super good too. I uh, definitely partook in those. Uh, and then also had a. <clears throat> so the to sum it up, the Sorghum Festival. It's okay. Uh, but there's nothing near West Liberty at all. You have to drive really far from off the interstate or off the parkway to get there. So it's not really convenient to go to. It's a dry county, dry town. There's no alcohol there. So uh, if you want to do that, you got to bring your like own. Harlan County. Yeah, you got to bring your own, pack you some vodka in your purse, and just uh, not that I carry a purse. Let's just clear <laughs> that up real quick. No purse. I mean, you carried. can. You if can. You want to. I could. It'd be a, a purse or we a satchel. Yeah, it'd be a satchel, as some call it, but you know, it is what it is. But I did also work a full shift at Pivot. Finally, I got oh. my first uh, actual shift in. Yay! Yep, finally, uh, got around to taking my star test. For, uh, put that off for it was probably super easy, right? It, you know, I watched all those videos. So did I. I watched all yeah. those, thinking it was going to be some ridiculous, Mm-mm. like specific, particular law. But it's basically like a thirty-question test that just says. Don't sell it to miners. Check IDs. Check IDs. Yeah. Check IDs. I, I was think, like, well, I think I got, I want to say that I got 100. I may have missed one question on the whole entire thing when I, I took mine. All I know is that I passed, got my certificate, worked my first shift. And now you're good for two years. Yeah. And the thing is, the shift was so, at first was so, uh, it was smooth sailing. It's pretty easy. We didn't have anybody for the first two and a half hours on Sunday morning, granted. I mean, I would be at the bar at Sunday morning, real, you know, no problem. But well, that's yes, your favorite time to drink. Exactly. I'm more of a morning drinker, as most of you do know. Uh, but then there was a birthday party at about <laughs> 3. So at about 2.30, people started just absolutely just piling in. And it was one flight after the other. People bombarded me with questions. I mean, it was wild. So I got to ask you, how did, how did how do you feel about getting a, going to a brewery now and getting a flight? Because I know when, when I was working at Fusion now, I know how I feel about going to a brewery and getting a flight. I would feel much more comfortable now getting a, a pint and just maybe getting two pints versus getting a whole flight. Well, if it's not busy, because that's the worst, I think, is when it's, when it's busy and people just just flight 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 flight, yep. flight and it's just like oh my god and it's, it's 
Not even the flights, it's the questions on top of that. They ask so many questions. They have, they're like, oh, what's this cider like? Is this cider good? Is this one dry? Is this one sweet? And we have some super dry ones right now. We have one that's Lay Freak. It's super duper dry. We've got one that's uh, uh, like a chai spa cider, which is mm, delicious. That's my favorite. Yep. Off trail. It's super mm-hmm. good. Uh, and then Smokey the Pear. It's a cinnamon mm-hmm. pear one. I like that one so too. So good. But I mean, good name. yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of questions and it's just, I was trying to answer four people's questions at once while trying to get these flights ready. And it was just like, man, this is so much better than pharmacy. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> the whole time, not once did I think, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm not, I took like a, I missed a day of overtime working in central pharmacy to, you know, work at this brewery. But I'm so glad that I did it versus doing anything else. So Good. Sunday morning, well spent. Nice. I know I got jealous because you sent me a Snapchat of like, the menu board and you were like just tapped an off trail i was like oh man it's yeah. literally, literally i have to go to work first 20 minutes i was there i was like let me try this because you know they pivot prides themselves on their uh cider tenders knowing everything there is to know about all the ciders so i was like you know i haven't tried off uh off trail this year so i figured i would give it a I'd give it a whirl uh and no sooner as i pulled the the tap the keg was dry i mean it just burped at me i was like well this is the worst so Tapped a new keg while I was there. Got some fresh, uh, fresh off trail. So, anybody who goes there, that's a uh, basically fresh keg. Man, I wasn't even thinking about it until later in the day. I almost sent you a message and told me, told you to get me like a growler full of it. I totally would have. And I forgot. That is a real shame. I know. Wah, wah. It was a real low point of my day. Wah, wah. Well, it's the second wah, low point of my day. I had to go to work. So, that was the real low point. <laughs> Just because it's my week off, guys. It's fine. But anyway, it happens. So, anything else interesting anybody has to talk about? So, real quick, I get this plug in here on Friday night. Just it. this past Friday night. Uh, I attended the EKU campaign kickoff. Oh, yeah. Um, EKU has just publicly launched their $50 million campaign. So, you know, if you want to donate to a university that is out there that is, you know, it really serves a service region, serves a lot of first-gen Eastern Kentucky students. Um, actually, our, our Latino population is really growing. Our oh, first-gen nice. Latino population is really growing. And, we, you know, EKU, I say we, I work there. Sure, I'll say yeah. it. Um, but EKU genuinely um, really needs uh, donors. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's where our scholarships come from, right, is is, is through donors. Mm-hmm. Um, we do get some state support, but the state is in such a crap hole right now and oh, just, yeah. just mired, bogged down and, and, you know, just struggling. And so, yeah, if, if you feel compelled, um, yeah, go donate. Anything helps. So I'll just plug that. Oh, yeah. That's fun. That's my, where my dad went to school. So yeah, see, yeah, it's, it's it's a good it's a, it's a it's a good it's a good it's a university. Yeah, we have yeah. a lot of great programs: College of Justice and Safety, nursing, mm-hmm. business and tech. Um, the campus is growing. So yeah. occupational therapy. I think yeah. it's one of the only occupational therapy it schools is. in this uh, and, side of the state. And it's mm-hmm. a highly rated occupational therapy program as well. Nice. So. Well, that's awesome. And they're yep. big on the police force as well. Yes, yeah, for justice yep. and safety. Yep, yep. yep. absolutely. Yep. That's what my dad did there. But that's awesome. And I saw your pictures of your cool-looking black jacket. My power it jacket. Really nice. it, looked, power it did jacket. look very cool. I freaking I enjoyed love it. that jacket. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Well, let's see. I guess it's time for Nathan's Bourbon of the Week. Is it? Well... <laughs> I think it might be. It should be. <laughs> Somebody got up in the middle of it. It's time. I think the time when I got up right in the middle of everything and said, whoop, it's time for Nathan's bourbon update as he's going to get water. It was the next thing on the list. That's fair enough. You, you so, got you to gotta stretch that out. You're like, yeah, it's no. time, time, time <laughs> for time, Nathan's, time. Nathan's, Nathan's bourbon, 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 bourbon of the week, week, week. <laughs> So, Bourbon of the Week uh, is the fourth installment of the Whiskey Rose series uh, from Old Forester. It's the 1910 Old Fine Whiskey. Um, it is a double oaked spirit, barreled, uh, bottled at 93 proof. Um, it's the 2019 release. It has been released one prior year. Sold out in 60 days. 
from the point of time it was released. I uh, didn't even hit all the states, so not even everybody got to try it. So I was lucky Dang. enough to try the 2018 from a good friend from Bourbon and Bad Opinions. Shout out to Rob. Uh, and then I was like, man, I've got to have this one because that was excellent. So I went and got my own bottle. I uh, got him a bottle too. And it is just an excellent spirit for a double oak to... For double oak bourbon, it's exactly where it needs to be at. Perfect amount of oak spice, everything you would want in something that was double oaked. Definitely would put it above the, maybe not necessarily above, but right at the wood for double oaked range. Uh, and it hits that price point around that mark too. So they're about the same on the price scale. So you're getting a good whiskey, whether you go, you know, wood for double oaked or Old Forester 1910. If you can find the Old Forester 1910. It's not really on the shelves everywhere. Liquor Barn had some out on the shelves. Rob bought all of it, so you're not going to find it there. Uh, <laughs> he would. <laughs> he did. Fun he, fact, Rob is an Old Forester freak. He is indeed. Speaking of which, I did just find out, for those who uh, are into the local barrel picks, uh, my local honey hole, Unlimited Spirits, actually going to be picking a single barrel uh, Old Forester here next year. And I'm super pumped because they got two coming down the pike right now for some Big time foolproof names. I uh, won't mention any names. I don't want to bog down their store with people coming in saying, hey, you got that in stock? Uh, but yeah, if you've got the opportunity and you can find it somewhere, pick up a bottle of Forster 1910 because it is uh, it is a excellent pour. Drink it neat. Swear to God, don't mix it with something. Don't, don't, don't mess it up like that. Because Rob and Nathan will find you. We will find <laughs> you. I swear to God, we'll find you. He has that spotty sense like dad's whenever you turn up the thermostat. Call it the burb sense. <laughs> well, that sounds super compelling. Now I want to just mix it with everything just to see what'll happen. You would. You know that. <laughs> you fucking would. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time for our social media question, and our chicken festival talk leads right into it. Because Kentucky has a lot of local festivals that happen all throughout the year, but we want to know which one is your favorite. So I thought we could go through and talk about which ones we like the best. And then I have what people said online written down too. So who wants to go first? Don't be shy. I'll, uh, I'll start out. Uh, in, in theory, my favorite festival should be my hometown festival, which is the Sorghum Festival. But um, since it's, uh, since it's kind of blue this year, I'm thinking about past years I've been to festivals. And I think probably, and I've got two. And it's uh, two completely different festivals, so they're not even the same. One's food-oriented, one's activity-oriented. So my favorite festival, food-oriented-wise, is the uh, Apple Day Festival in Paintsville, Kentucky. If you like good fest, if you like good apple anything, like the fried apple pies there will blow the nuts right off your body. <laughs> uh, ice cream, vanilla bean ice cream everywhere. I mean, it's just apple fritters. I even had a apple that was wrapped in uh, brown sugar bacon and then deep fried, and it. I don't even understand what that is, but it it did it for me. Wow. I mean, I got there, so. Well, that's too much information, but good to know. Climax. So. (laughs) Applegasm. Oh, my gosh. We're calling the show that. Applegasm. Applegasm. That's exactly what it was. So, and if you don't know where Paintsville is, uh, just look towards Eastern Kentucky and you'll, you'll see it. You'll find <laughs> it. You'll find it. Throw a dart. Throw down, just go and down. Eastern the, Kentucky on a map, you'll find drive it. Drive straight down the mountain parkway and turn left in Cyrusville and you'll, you'll get there. No worries. Uh, it's 15 miles from Cyrusville. But uh, in the activity-oriented uh, festival that's my favorite is the storytelling festival that's in Moorhead, Kentucky. Moorhead, if you're familiar with Moorhead State University, that's where it's at. So it's uh, it's at the Twin Knobs Campground uh, near the lake. I know <laughs> it's it's it is what it is. <laughs> I, I honestly I give Moorhead a pass for that one because I mean you know it, it's Moorhead for God's sake. I was gonna say Moorhead <laughs> Twin Knobs, but it is not near Big Bone Lick. Big Bone Lick is in northern. Yes, Kentucky. it is. I drive by there every time I go to Florence. Also, just quick sidebar. Uh, a long time ago, on my way to Nashville with some friends in college, uh, we passed through Glasgow, I think, and someone was running for mayor whose last name was Moorhead, and it just said, uh, it signs it just said Moorhead for mayor, <laughs> and I was like, you know what, he deserves it, I'm sure. So. He's putting in the time, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting up signs, so, you know. Anyway. So, the Storytelling Festival, uh, every year, and they cycle through these storytellers, but they have four main storytellers, and... 
some of, I know one of them, uh, two of them, specifically Donald Davis and Bill Lepp. Bill Lepp's from Virginia. He's a Duke minister, uh, and he is the biggest liar in Virginia. <laughs> he literally wins the biggest liars competition in Virginia every single year. I mean, he is the funniest dude, makes up the best stories. Um, and then Donald Davis, he's an older gentleman from Chicago, and he tells the best stories from his early his old days in Chicago. He's probably like 70, 75 years old. Nice. Um uh, but they've got really good food. It's down next to the lake. It's really cool during this. Typically, it's really cool during this time because it was actually this past weekend. But it's normally it was it's, 100 degrees. It was 100 degrees. Yeah. Uh, but down next to the lake, it's usually pretty cool. You get a nice breeze. It's uh, really comfortable. Even if it's raining, it's under a tent. So it's, uh, but it's, uh, it's a really good time if you want to check that out. It's a little pricey just for uh, two or three day admission. But uh, I would go as far to say it's well worth the price. No. Yeah. I mean, I'd pay it. It goes back to the community, I'm sure. So. Uh, or does com- it? The community of uh, of storytellers. I mean, it goes to their wages their, and the yeah. things that they do. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I'd say so. Cool. Renee, what's yours? Um, I'm like Nathan. I've got two okay. that I really enjoy. Uh, first one would be the Barbecue Festival in Danville. Mm-hmm. Um, love barbecue. One of my favorite things. Danville is such a pretty town. And they have tons of barbecue lined up everywhere and they have some celebrity barbecue pit masters which i'm a huge fan of the show that that's on on tv and big mo Kaysen is there the, the last what five or six years or whatever and he has a uh, restaurant called ponderosa barbecue out in in iowa i believe and uh he makes really good barbecue and um and then my second one would probably be Crave. And that that is just a really cool event. It's huge. There's always so many places, probably that I've not, well, most of them I haven't heard of, especially some of the food trucks. I'm not familiar with all the food trucks. And you get to get out there and get little samples, and it's not overly expensive. And it's just, it is a ton of fun that they have out there. So I, I would have to say those two are my favorite. Nice. Those are good ones. Carrie, do you have so, any favorites? I also have two. I'm going to say two. The, the Danville uh, Brass Band Festival, mm-hmm. which is awesome. It's great being a band geek, uh, especially because it runs the gamut of different brass bands. I mean, mm-hmm. you got you got like Civil re- Civil War reenactment bands oh, that cool. are playing on like oh, cool. re- like serious instruments that would have they would have been playing, you know, back in the 1860s or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to big bands, to marching bands. It's a, it's a really great festival and that's in the spring. Okay. That's in the spring in Danville. But uh, the one in Lexington I really like is Christ the King, their Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sorry, you're outside, you're <laughs> drinking beer, you're eating, you know, German food. I got my picture taken with a cutout of the Pope, you know. <laughs> I, what I, more do you need? I, you know, and they always have great, like, has-been D-list 90s 80s and 90s musicians that play like they've had the gym blossoms they've had fastball this just passed uh september um that they you know the couple of weeks ago when it when they had it matthew sweet uh played i think it on saturday night but they always get these great and it's fun it's a lot of fun that's a that's a really good one cool yeah the chicken festival this year had uh on their bill for music a pretty good one they had Vertical Horizon, Sister okay. Hazel, uh, Chris Knight, and I, and JD Shelburne, I believe, was oh, there wow. Saturday okay. night. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kazoo Killers. And I guess Kazoo okay. Killers. All right. Okay. Apparently, it's Brene's favorite band. Well, she talks I about mean, them all the time. I'm going to have to check them out. They're from Harlan, and I went to school with, uh, graduated with one of the guys. She here, just, so I'm just okay. supporting. She all just right. comes by, like, runs by all the time, just screams cuts and kills everybody. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm just joking. She doesn't do that very often. Um, <laughs> well, mine, I mean, I already said my favorite one, the Chicken Festival, but um, I have two as well that I like here in Lexington because <laughs> I'm just a little homebody and I only do things in London and Lexington, apparently. And uh, I really like the Woodland Art Fair. It's oh, in, like, early August at uh, Woodland Park here in downtown Lexington. And they have a bunch of local artists that come and set up booths and you can buy like all different, it runs the gamut of like different styles of art and you can get prints or you can get like woodworking stuff and anything you can think of, you can get it there. Plus they have like a giant area with food trucks and it's all local too. So that's always fun. 
It's usually super hot, though. It's one downfall, but... We tried to go to it last year, <laughs> me and Renee and her friend Brandy, and it just started raining out of nowhere, like pouring. We didn't even get to make it to the festival. Pouring rain. We hit on no. somebody's porch for like 20 minutes, oh, yeah. and I then remember, we just left. Maybe you telling us about that, sitting yeah. on some rando's porch. It was awkward. Yeah. In the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Chevy Chase. Yeah, it's not. In the ghetto. It's actually not ghetto at all, <laughs> but you know. It always looks it. It's, I feel like they would be it interesting. Be nice it's in the studio. Because that's where a lot of the students live. Yeah. In the student room. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also like the Bluegrass Barbecue Festival they have in downtown Lexington, too. That was, I don't know, the end of the spring, beginning of summer. I don't remember. And that's only like a couple of years old. They yeah. just started that. It's yeah. fairly new. And I took a solo trip to it this year because I was feeling froggy. And it was a lot of fun. Like, I enjoyed myself. They have they didn't have a super a lot of barbecue, but they had enough. I mean, you don't need like twenty vendors. They had five or six. And well, honestly, I think I either was working or I had wedding stuff going on, and I couldn't go. I can't remember. It's amazing yeah. how many festivals they have in downtown Lexington. I mean, oh, they yeah. have that. They've got pride like every weekend. Like there was a, a Japanese cultural festival yeah. like two weeks ago that oh. apparently Adam Carolla went to. Yeah, because oh, wow. he was in town. I heard he about was that. Here he was at Justin's uh, yeah, house, house of bourbon. bourbon. There yeah. was there's the Latino festival that they have. I I mean, there's just a crazy. There's actually yeah. really you don't even have to and leave they just had Lexington. And the beer fest not too long ago too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Festivals. Yep. Festivals. Beer fest. Yep. Yeah. All kinds of stuff that's always going on in downtown Lexington. So that's always something you to look forward and to I also too. Also, like the Spoonbread Festival down in Berea. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's it. That's that's, it. it is I was huge. glad. I was glad they brought that back. We were yeah. not going to fall down that political rabbit hole as to why it went away a couple just one, for one year. Mm-hmm. But I was glad that they brought it back. Yeah. yeah. All right, now that we've heard ours, let's hear your guys's. So on Facebook, um, people said they liked Crave, of course. Yeah. It's a pretty popular one. It is pretty cool. I haven't been the past couple of years, but the one time I got to go, it was I've pretty had good. To work. Is that? There's also Glendale Crossings in Elizabethtown, um, the Kentucky Apple Festival in Paintsville, which Nathan already talked we about. We need to try to go to that next year. Um, Preston Court Days in Owingsville. Man, what a time that is. <laughs> court Days Lord is Jesus. the bomb. <laughs> you like fake purses? <clears throat> That's the place to go. <laughs> at Preston Court Days? You like. Because there's two court days. Th- but they're they're basically the same. They're just right down the road yeah. from each other. Yeah. One town over. Because I didn't hits. know that. I had to do some expensive But I absolutely searching. love the whole premise behind Court Days. Like right? that flea market style. Well, yeah, like... because the whole thing was that, you know, judges weren't permanently in. It's on my events. Don't give it away. Okay, I will not give it away. Yeah, for fuck's <laughs> sake. I, sorry, it's the historian in me. I can't help it. <laughs> you can read that one, man. And then a girl we work, work with, Laura, actually posted a giant list of festivals going on the next couple months to Nathan's Facebook page. And I couldn't figure out how to copy it. So you can go to his Facebook page and look at yeah, it. It's there. It was very extensive, though. It, it was very It was detailed. impressive. And then on Instagram, um, people said they liked festivals. It's always a good one. Um, one of my friends said that they also loved the World Chicken Festival, Wings Down. It's the best one they like. Oh. And then Ooh. someone said any and all beer and bourbon festivals. Fair enough. That's fair. Is that Jeff? No, it okay. was uh, huh. the Hoppy Coder. <clears throat> Oh, you know that is funny. We did miss. I did miss a big festival recently in my. What was it? Uh, my what I profess to be a very good at doing uh, is a bourbon festival in Bardstown. I missed the yeah. absolute. You probably got PTSD from having to chug bur- or chug beer <laughs> yeah, every time she said bourbon. That's what that she was talking week. about. Well, does bourbon and beyond count as a festival? Since it's like a, you got to pay. It's like a music it's festival. It's a music festival. I mean, would you yeah. count yeah. that in the pantheon yeah. of festivals? Sure. Has, did anybody say Get a Fest in Covington? Oh, man. They did not. I did oh, not say I'm disappointed. Oh, Where are you at, Northern Kentucky? Obviously, you're not listening to this. Come so on. Get do, on it. Do better, hometown peeps. Yeah. Represent Carrie better. Jeez. <laughs> and then on Twitter, um, people said they liked Festival of the Horse in Georgetown. Court Days in Mount Sterling, <laughs> and the Forkland Festival in Gravel Switch, which I didn't know what that was. And then, you know, I found out, like, the person who said it on Twitter kind of told me about it, and then I did some Googling. It seems pretty interesting. It's kind of far out there in uh, Boyle County, I believe. She said go past Perryville. You keep going past Perryville. So what kind of festival is this? It's like... 
a heritage festival from what I can remember. I didn't... Like a Founder's Day kind of thing? Kind of, I guess. Oh. Yeah. I didn't write it down on my notes. Fair enough. Because I'm terrible. But anyway, that's that's all people had about their favorite festivals. I mean, it seems like a pretty good list. Yeah. We can all agree. We all like the Chicken Festival and uh, Crave. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, I actually attended Crave this year. Nice. And there's a yeah. Polk Festival... The poke salad festival. The poke salad festival. That's in Renee's hometown. It used to be better, and now it's not as good as it used to be when I was growing up. Same thing like you would say about the chicken salad festival, but... The World Chicken Festival. Or World Chicken, chicken Festival, whatever. But I, I chicken salad festival. <clears throat> I don't know like something I would go to. That sounds like one I need to go to. That Same. does sound like the one you would go to. If Kings of Wine Rose doesn't sponsor it, then uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to go. Oh, y'all need to do a chicken salad cage match then. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like that's I the... Think I, put that on the list. Oh, got it. We will. On our chicken-themed cage match list. We're going to do all yeah. the chickens. Speaking of... We're at the Food Fight Cage match now, so this is the one Renee's been waiting for since the very beginning. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So, in this corner, (laughs) you have Save-A-Lot on on Southland Drive. Not just all the Save-A-Lots. Specifically, the Southland Drive Save-A-Lot in Lexington, that is. Uh, They used to be Sloan's Market. They continued on the tradition, and now it's was voted like the best chicken in town or one of the best chicken places in town. So I've held off trying it specifically for this podcast. And then we have our namesake, Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) So we're going... (laughs) (laughs) So they're going head to head. So we've been kind of munching on the chicken throughout the podcast. So Sarah, what would you think after trying both? So I'm... I love the chicken skin because I'm gross. <laughs> I think you're in the majority on that. A lot of people like the fried chicken skin. I'm just feeling like Cartman in that episode of South Park. Oh, he eats all the chicken skin. <laughs> Whenever they, keep, they turn the KFC into a dispensary at the beginning of it. They oh, get all that yeah. KFC and bring it home for dinner and like all the skin has gone off of it because Cartman's just eating all Doesn't the skin. he have a gravy hot tub? Yeah. And oh, he, he has like. That's what they should have at the it's chicken festival next year. He turns into like a cartel type thing with KFC or Dealing whatever. It, it's a whole thing. And they're like, oh, we got we got Lee's, man. We got Lee's. It's, <laughs> it's the same thing. And he's like, no, it's not. It's not the same thing. Well, I mean, technically, <laughs> the guy that did Lee's is a cousin, I think, or some family member of Colonel Sanders. Indeed it is. Nephew. Nephew. Well, back to the last episode. Uh, Quickly, I will eat a Lee's organ meal all day long. Give me the hearts. Give me the gizzards. Give me the livers. I'm set. There you go. But anyway, regarding this chicken, I like the breading a lot on the Save-A-Lot chicken, but I think I might like the flavor of the KFC chicken better. Yes, just slightly better. The actual, like, chicken meat, it's a little juicier than the Save-A-Lot chicken, but they're still good. I like them both. I'm not, I mean, I'm going to eat them all tonight, Yeah, but... That, that's my true feeling in my heart. Must be Nathan's too, because he reacted. That is my exact feeling. And I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, God, I'm going to look like such a doof. Because I'm, I'm thinking that the, like the actual meat in the chicken is is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, obviously the breading, like in the way it's been fried, whatever grease they're frying it in must be, you know, sweat from Jesus or something. But it is excellent. But the actual meat itself, um, yeah, so far. So the the meat and everything, the all around chicken. Um, I think I think maybe KFC's got it because it's a uh, it's a little more moist. The the flavor is good, um, which is weird because I normally do not. I'm not the biggest KFC fan on most occasions, but comparing one uh, chicken breast to another chicken breast, you know, <laughs> tits up, man. It is what it is. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to say I disagree with both of you. I don't know if mine was better than yours. It wasn't. <laughs> but I'm like, it wasn't. <laughs> but I, I really liked the flavor in the Save-A-Lot chicken, and I liked the outside breading and the crust, and which, I mean, KFCs is still good, too, but I liked basically everything about the Save-A-Lot chicken. 
Nice. I mean, I like the Sable I mean, Light Chicken. Yeah, I like everything about the Sable Light Chicken. I, just, I mean, I didn't want to say that I liked the actual chicken yeah. and KFC better, but that's what my heart yeah. and my tongue are telling my brain. <laughs> well, just just looking at these chickens, first of all, as as a as yes. an observer, because I do not, I don't, I don't, yes, I, I don't eat. I let y'all, let y'all, I let y'all do it. Um, so first of all, the color on the skin is really really different so the yes. save lot is really dark like mm-hmm. a darker brown and looks crispier mm-hmm. whereas the kfc is a lot lighter and looks a little bit mushier to me yeah, almost that, that's fair that's um fair. obviously there's uh the kfc chicken has had some breast augmentation <laughs> yeah I think done. it's a double D, probably. Um, yeah, it probably is. So I will say that yes, I think that 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 is is bigger, which is probably why you're getting maybe. And and again, with I think they didn't fry it as crispy as the save a lot, so I think mm-hmm. it's gonna like maintain a little bit more of the moisture. I think if you're looking for skin, though, the save a lot's the way to go. Oh yeah, the skin on the save a lot was pretty amazing. So real quick question for for the 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 table here: white or dark? Dark. Dark. White. Oh, oh, see, I'm dark. Renee, yeah. get out. You what? See, are you surprised she said why? No, I'm not. Okay. So now, one more question. Do you think your opinion on this would be different if you were dealing with legs as opposed to breasts? 100%. Probably. You, so are you a leg man? I am definitely a leg man. <laughs> but I love me a wing. Damn, I love me a wing. But did, see, I need them to be separated into flappies and drummies. Yeah. It's not that hard. I mean, I like a good thigh every now and then. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, chicken thigh. Chicken thigh. Ooh, yeah, I yeah, do love that's can't some lie. super dark meat. Because you right? can pick every yeah. single piece of meat off yes. the thigh real yeah. easy. Oh yeah, and they're so tender. So Renee, Jesus. will you just uh, just spit Jesus. at a chicken chicken wing Basically. or chicken uh, chicken chicken leg? Basically, you're an animal. You want to eat you're, what here. it's basically all bone. You only get a couple bites of actual like chicken meat. What what if it was covered in hot fudge sauce? That might be a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was covered wow. in hot fudge sauce? Face for Nathan. The yes. fuck has happened here? We're we're this is just, <laughs> we were having a nice time. We're digressing. We were having such a fun time eating this chicken, <laughs> like pollo. El Partio up in this gazette, <laughs> and then we start going around talking about hot fudge Sunday. I blame the Natty Light uh, Aloha <laughs> Beaches seltzer that I am drinking, which is absolutely delicious. I mean, you took a drink of it and you were like, "Oh, you made a face like, oh, Aloha. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was really <laughs> it threw me off. Okay, Luckily, sorry. You have so, more in your fridge. <laughs> I think y'all le- need to pick a winner, or is it a draw? Mm, I don't like, know who. I guess Renee's going to tip it towards Save a Lot, which is fine. Who carries more weight around here? I don't know. No, I mean it. I mean that's. Fine. I mean KFC's is good. I mean I personally like Save a Lot's better, but we were we're fifty fifty about it. You have strong feelings about Save a Lot, so that works for me. Yeah, I tip it to Save a Lot's favorite because yeah. I mean. But, I mean it is close, guys. It's like, not like it is close. And, and KFC like just edged it out just most, the smallest amount for me. Most of the time, the local wins, and it's usually not close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is this could honestly go either way. But the, I mean, the outside mm. breading is definitely better. That was a good crunch. Yeah, oh, that was it. That was Thank you. Lot. That skin crunch. That was that <laughs> save that a lot. That was the save a lot. Getting the crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Carmen. It's a, it's a skin, skin. Yeah, it's a skin versus meat thing for me right now. So I mean, I'm definitely, uh, definitely enjoying the skins. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the skin. Or else it gets those again. What a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, local wins again. Looks like. Ding, 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 ding. Well, I'm going to say ding, ding, ding. But however, uh, real quick, is uh, Gordon Food Service, is that, could, do we consider it local? Is that Save a Lot considered local? Uh, that's it. I mean, that's a good question. The, the recipe itself, yes. I yes. think the facility. in terms, the facility, probably not. But I think what, what you all are going for here in terms of just the chicken, because it was a carryover from Sloan's, which was a local Lexington market, yes. I would say yes. All right, and just you can't find it in any other exactly. Yes. So th- I just wanted so. to clear that for anybody who's going to say, "Oh, we we'll came for Save a Lot. That's not a local establishment. Could we go ahead and get a do over all that?" No, no, it's it's local, no. and we're we're. I think Renee did a pretty good yeah, job absolutely. explaining yeah. the the sitch on that. Yeah, it's local chicken. Yeah. Plus, the people around here know that. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't know. go into any other Save a Lot. And get, it has to be just that location that has it. Well, and you know what? If you don't like the outcome, do your own cage match yeah. and let us know. <laughs> yeah, eat your own damn chicken. Yeah, and we'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you're wrong, but that's fine if that's what you think. But you're wrong. Just know. All right. Yeah. So now it's time for Renee's Events Corner. Well, I'm going to let you read the last one since like you got started. A, Renee's Events Corner. I love this. This is this has been newly out? named. And I, I, I love just it. came up with it. It's very evolutionary. What? Revolutionary even. Oh. It's organic. I like it. Okay. So first thing, it is October 1st. What is what is the thing that comes into your mind when October 1st comes around? October 1st. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 (laughs) Yes, that's the first thing that comes into my mind. It is Halloween month. So there's going to be all kinds of like, you know, corn mazes and and haunted houses and all this spooky stuff all over. Uh, You're going to have all kinds of scary movies all over the place because that's the kind of month we are in right now. And not just Kentucky football. Yeah, not that horror movie. I'm trying to avoid that one. Yes, because that one comes back every Saturday. So, <laughs> so um, Fright Nights at Jacobson Park. It, it's been a long time since I've been to this. I got chased by Jason last time I was there, and I don't really want to go back. <laughs> um, this year, this year, Fright Nights at Jacobson Park offers two haunted attractions. At one location, spread over 40 acres of terrifying land to give you a scare of a lifetime. Feature screams to the newly expanded 13 doors and dark forest attractions. So they started actually on September 27th and they're going through the through Halloween night. And it is at Jacobson Park, which is a big park in Lexington, right close, right off of uh, exit 104, the 8th Boonesboro, and that is how you say it around here, Athens. Um, Friday and Saturday, they are open from 7.30 to midnight. They start taking tickets at 7, if you wanted to get there super early. Uh, it's Sunday from 7.30 to 10 p.m. You can get a single trail for 20 bucks plus tax, or you can buy a double trail for $25 plus tax, which seems definitely the better deal. And the parking is free. Has any of either one of you guys ever been out there? Two things with this. Okay, yes. first of all, it is in the back of my neighborhood. So it is literally like from where we were sitting in oh, my house. Interesting. Oh, it yeah. It is, I, I can go in the backside of Jacobson Park and it's about a mile Ooh, from, oh, from well. here. Do right? you just ever go in there and scare people? Uh, no. Number two. <laughs> can you hear them screaming from there? Not from here, yeah. but I kind of feel sorry for the people who like actually back up to the park. Yeah. Because it apparently is pretty loud. I can, I can Number two, that. this used to be called the Trail of Terror. It yes. used to be sponsored by Lexington Parks and Recreation. I used to work for Lexington Parks and Recreation back in the day. Ergo. I worked the Trail of Terror. <laughs> oh, nice. I was, I actually, I wasn't like a character or anything. I just kind of, I, I took people through it. But okay. oh my God, it was so fun to watch them run up the hill and that just laugh and laugh and hilarious. laugh. I mean, it sounds not scary at all whatsoever to me, but, you know. I think that they've really, like, they, like, so I run back in there sometimes, and uh, when they have it set up, like, they, they've had, like, these trailers and stuff set up, so I guess they have, like, this trailer maze that you can do in the past or something. I don't know. They apparently, it's super professional. You know, Lexington Parks and Recreation wasn't super professional. It scared people enough, but this apparently is, like, super professional. Well, um... I'm weak. Well, so if anyone's down to go, I'll me. go. Yeah. I'll probably just not be scared, but I'll go. Now you can park here and then walk up. Well, there we go. Well, for 25 bucks to be able to do both, that's that's not bad. Right? Yeah. Park here. Mm-hmm. We'll get into suburban, then we'll walk up. <laughs> yeah. You say we'll get some bourbon? We'll get into suburban. There we go. I thought we'll you said get up. into the suburban. I thought I'm you like, did too, yeah. and I was like, I was like we're going to get yeah. into suburban, yeah. then we're going to walk. We don't own a well, suburban. That's a, um, we own a Highlander. <laughs> We're going to get into some bourbon. I like yes. that idea better than getting in a suburban, than getting back out and walking. I could imagine going through a, <laughs> uh, like a, like a, like a trail thingy like that and beyond the burbs. I said that really weird. Yep, beyond the burbs. Beyond the burbs. <laughs> it's like uh it's like you're on a, it's like you're on some drugs or something, but it's not. It's bourbon. It's like that dude, uh, a dude whose girlfriend gave him LSD at uh, Paris Disney, and he ended up uh, naked in a lake. 
Yeah. So there well, you go. Well, I mean, they do have a lake at Jacobson Park, so. This is true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much water is going to be in it by that point. <laughs> yeah. The way we're going with no oh rain. God, I know, Ryan. Yeah. Okay, so uh, next thing I have on my list is the Keeneland Fall Meet is getting ready to kick off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts October 4th and runs through the 22nd. It's all, all through the weekends. Um, and it's at our Keeneland racetrack here in, in Lexington. They don't have a ton of information out there about this. You think they would advertise a little bit more, but the little bit that I got was the 2019 Keeneland Fall Meet is finally here. The gates open at 11 a.m. and races begin at 105. There will be no races on Mondays and Tuesdays, but there will be guided tours through through the uh, facility. For full you know, race schedule and ticket information, you can go to Keeneland.com. Yeah. That is one thing they do have. They have every single race, and and you have uh, ability to be able to bet, and plus you can tailgate out there, and all that kind of stuff. I know they have more events than that going on, but I didn't, I couldn't find any other well, things. I well, mean, they have breakfast with the works, right. which is on Saturdays at seven p or seven seven a.m. And you can go out there, and I don't remember how much it costs, but um, you can take your family, and they have like a mm-hmm. breakfast buffet thing, and then you can watch the horses work out. Well, I right? seen I, I seen the advertisement yeah. for the two thousand eighteen, but I couldn't find anything about. Yeah, it. I, well, you could probably I, do it. This yeah, year. I think it's a it's a running, I would imagine it's a I would imagine that they're doing it, but they're they didn't advertise very well about it mm. and any other things that they've got going on. Um, Maybe so they feel like they just don't need to advertise or something. Yeah. Well, and you got to go out there and get burgoo. Yeah. Right? And bread pudding. Two words, bread pudding. Yep. Period. Um, they have yep. good bread pudding. It's delicious. Yep. They make a really good margarita. It's just so damn expensive. Well, and dang it, you know, I, they only have one place, one area in the whole entire place that sells Coors Light. Because I'm not going to drink on all that heavy bourbon and, no. and beer, you know, IPAs all day if I'm going to be out there. I need some lighter beer. Yeah. One place, one, yeah, one kiosk or one station in the whole entire area that yeah. has. I mean, yeah, and it really doesn't need that much explanation, I guess, is why they don't do such heavy advertising. I mean, you go and you watch the horses race. Bet yeah. on the horses. Yeah. Have some drinks. Eat exactly. some bread pudding and some burgoo. That's right. Drink bourbon. Well, that's all you need to know. Drink, Just come yeah. and bet on the horses or drink all day, which is and what it I is do. it's beautiful out there, guys. It so is. Yeah. A great place for your selfies and take plenty of pictures. Oh, totally. It's a Kentucky yeah. tradition. It, it really is, yeah. How do you bet? Uh, I don't. You don't at all? Well, usually what happens is that I bet like... Two dollars on a horse to win place and show, and then it comes in dead last. So I just take the rest of my money and spend it on margaritas. All right, fair enough. So do you yeah. use name? Do you use jockey? Do you colors, or how do you do that? Sometimes it's a combination of all of those things. I know I went with a couple of friends once, and we bet on one particular jockey because his name was Jesus, and we were like, "Hey." everything's possible through Jesus. So you have Fair. to get on him and he just didn't really have a good day. So I just kept drinking after that. But yeah, usually like name is a good indicator, like horse name or like if I go with my mom, she likes to bet on any gray horses and sometimes that works for her and sometimes it doesn't. All right. So, you know, superstitions. Nathan, betting strategies. Uh, I don't really have any betting strategies. I usually get pretty sauced and then uh, I go for it. I usually do uh, is a trifecta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do, I just do like that. That's basically it. I don't even, and I might put maybe one or two dollars, and I take the rest of my money and go drink myself into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, name is big for me. Plus, um, I will look at some of the rankings and what everyone is projecting, and listen to kind of what people are saying. Um, and sometimes I'll just go with what I was like. These people know more than I do, so mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll go that direction, especially with the Derby, because you've got yeah. the favorites. Right. So, and sometimes it's fun to like do an exact a wheel or something kind of fancy like that. Yeah, I I I do exact a box. That's usually two dollar exact a box, which I think is four dollars, right? Yeah. And I won't bet on any horse that is not a Kentucky bred horse. Period. Kentucky or GTFO. And also, they have the uh, it's the party on the hill. So yes. you don't even have to go into Keeneland. You can go and you can actually bet and watch the races. Mm-hmm. They have TVs and food trucks and all kinds of stuff on on the hill. Yeah. That uh, yeah. yeah, that you can do. You can also do drive-through betting too. Yes, like you can. Like any day of the week, all day, every yep. 
every day. Okay, so Renee gave me this to read since I almost jumped the gun on the history See, of I'll, it. I'll give you since, yeah. since you want to tell a story, I'm just going to let her do it. I'm going to tell a story. So, Mount Sterling Court Days. Kentucky's oldest running festival is held every third Monday in October and the weekend prior throughout historic downtown Mount Sterling. Early Mount Sterling was a trading center for a vast part of eastern Kentucky. It was the site of several prominent hotels, taverns, and theaters, which served as meeting places, entertainment sites, and stagecoach stops and mail depositories for post riders. October court days begin at the turn of the, the 19th century when the Kentucky General Assembly... Yeah, we need to go back there with them. <laughs> Decided that each county should meet once a month to hold court. This day quickly became an annual trading day where people came from miles around to buy, sell, and trade. And it still is today. In the fall, when the air turns crisp, it is the perfect opportunity to enjoy the sights and sounds of one of the earlier traditions, Court Day. Mount Sterling takes pride in this long-standing tradition where thousands of people from all parts of the country gather for the four-day ultimate shopping event. Now this 219-year-old festival entices visitors from all over the world to enjoy the ultimate shopping adventure, including handmade crafts, antiques, tools, collectibles, and of course, a country ham sandwich. Mm. It is October 18th through the 21st, downtown Mount Sterling, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily, and admission is free. Yep. Ooh, dang, can't beat that. Fine parking, nope. though. Lord have mercy, fine parking. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, especially if you go to the one in Preston. That, that's a, uh, that one's definitely a little more uh, tricky to park in. Mount Sterling, you can find a, you got a little more options. But yeah, it's a uh, very interesting, uh, very interesting. Get a lot of characters at court days. Yep, a lot of characters. <laughs> a, lot of characters. <laughs> a lot of characters at well, court days. Well, you hear days. a lot of Man. people talk about it, and they look forward to it every year. So I was like, this is definitely a festival I wanted to bring out. Oh, for sure. There are tons going on this month. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot I haven't ever heard of before, but as soon as I seen this one scroll across my screen, I was like, this one we definitely need to talk about. I hear a lot of people bring it up. Yeah. Yep. Sounds cool. All right. Well... Now that we're done with the events, what what has everyone been drinking on? I know Nathan's been having his his bourbon of the week over here. Yep, uh, Old Forester nineteen ten. This year's release, uh, it's excellent. It definitely excellent. is doing the job. Well, I'm having the Country Boy Brewing Oktoberfest, oh, which yeah. I'd never had before, and it's in this snazzy looking can. It's relatively new, isn't it? I was, first year it's out, isn't it? I mean, I haven't seen. But that doesn't mean it's new. I don't think it was out last year, so this would have been the first year I think it had been released. I don't remember. I I don't either. Every year I I definitely pound a six-pack of uh, West Sixth. I was going to say, because West West Sixth I've had. (laughs) You know what? You may be right. This may be... It's the first time I've seen it. First Oktoberfest. Feel free to hit us up on on social medias at Country Boy and let us know. I like Uh, the can, too. Yeah, I really like the can. It's not, it's got like the Oktoberfest. You know, it's got that fun checkerboard pattern che- that we all love. Checkerty on it. That but tangerine it's background. orange. Yeah, that tangerine it's like a orange. Broad is sexy. orange. Shoo, with Oktoberfest. It's not flavor. Tennessee orange, it's Hunter's orange. Yeah. Yes. That's it, like, yes. if you if you want a deer to not see you, you wear that kind of orange. Yes. I mean, even though it is a bright orange color that we don't like here, it's fine. It's bravo to a good Oktoberfest because I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm it's very to, easy to drink. I'm going to get some, get, get some of that for sure. Would recommend. All right. Good to know. Okay. Well, I had a couple of Trulies. I was getting unruly with Truly. Yeah. Then yeah. I reached over here into the beer fridge, and the only thing that I could pull out was this natural light. Aloha Beaches Seltzer <laughs> when mango yeah. and peach go beach mode. It's 6% and wow. <laughs> yes, get you some of this. <laughs> 97 degrees out. Let's keep summer going in Woo! October. Oh, it's I mean, going. Thank God that's we, almost we over. <laughs> Look, we just got to get through tomorrow and Thursday in the 90s and then we're good because it goes like down 20 degrees, and I'm very excited. Yes. And the weather better not change, because I've not been more excited about something in quite a while yeah. than I am to be able to wear, like, a nice light sweater when I leave work. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, All anyway. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, thank God. And I've got a wedding happening. this weekend, so if it wasn't ridiculously hot, or if it didn't rain, that would be great for my couple, so yes. I think yeah. you're going to get that. So. Good enough. Good, that'd be good. 
Yeah. Although I disagree with you on the rain, it can rain on them on them all at once. <laughs> it at this just point, pictures. Well, would you would you call it a cold rain. October rain Ooh. or a hot October rain oh. instead of a cold November all right. rain? All right, oh, I see yeah, what you did there. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, they always say it's good luck if it rains on your wedding day. And Isn't I always say the only reason <laughs> I say ironic, that, don't you think? We're just pulling out all yeah. all the nineties. I, yeah. like, uh, I was like, the only reason people say that is to try to make their self feel better because it rained on the wedding. Because it piss poured on their wedding day. Yeah, <laughs> nobody wants rain. You ruins your pictures. It ruins everything. So hopefully we can stay pretty to get through the week. Yeah, Jesus is pissing on you and your love. And then so. after that, we do need some rain. My grass looks awful. Yeah, um, my grass mow people were trying to mow the yard today, and I was like, why? Don't bother. Are you here? Just going to turn to dust. I just have dirt and straw in my yard. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us. Again, you can find uh, this podcast on Facebook and Instagram at HungryNKY. You can find our blog, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and on Twitter at BB and Eats. You can find Nathan on Facebook and Instagram at the Bearded Bourbon Air, and you can find Carrie on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Beer Sports, Twitter GRLS Beer Sports. So look us up, give us a follow, and hope you enjoyed what you've been hearing here today. And thanks again for hanging out with us and listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.